0: Network.
1: What is go. up, everybody? It's Tuesday night. You're running right with the Roads Crew. This is the Roads to Liberty podcast. I am your host, Token, with my good friend, Mr. Dustin Hobbs.
0: How are you tonight, sir? Absolutely fantastic. It's always good on a Tuesday night. It is the Token and
1: Hobbs show. We come live to you every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Central time. For all of those guys that listen to the podcast but don't know that we do this show live. Yes, it is live on our Facebook page. Like I said, every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Central. You can check us out, become part of the conversation. If you watch the show live, one of the benefits of that is that you get to ask your questions to us live. You get to comment, and we'll show your comments up on the screen so for anybody watching we can see your nice pretty face up there on screen for everyone to see it's awesome um so yeah um a few quick things i want to get our way before we start the show uh make sure to visit the the website roads to liberty.com that's roads the number two liberty.com our good friend ben backus who hopes the out uh, hosts the alleyway podcast every thursday night at 9 p.m. Central, also a live show. He's done a lot of work on that website, so go check it out. Don't look at the bios, though, because I don't think he's updated that in a while, and they are just joked at this point, I believe. So don't except, look at the bios.
0: <laughs> except for his.
1: He's never his. He's the only one that gave himself a real <laughs> bio. Everyone else, he just kind of fucked with. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, make sure to like our Facebook page. Roads to Liberty, note number two, just Roads to Liberty. I think we're at 6,300 likes, somewhere around there. Our goal is to get 10,000 by the end of the year, which is very, very doable if I don't get banned by Facebook again. So <laughs> I don't know how possible that is. I keep getting banned for the most inexplicable reasons over and over and over again. So maybe Facebook will. Grow a set of balls and stop banning people for stupid reasons.
0: Uh, one that's transphobic, and I think that's part of the reason why you keep getting keep getting banned is because. Wait, you, what
1: was transphobic? What did I say yeah. now?
0: You said Facebook might grow a pair of balls, and I'd, I'd say oh, that, shit. Is, that is conforming to outdated gender stereotypes and is transphobic, so shame on you, sir.
1: Shame on me. Oh, God, I got to brace myself for another three-day ban. <laughs> See, this one was a seven-day ban, Right. But I just because usually I get a three-day ban, I, I can still use Instant Messenger, but this time was a seven-day ban. Can't use anything on the site at all, and it was all for the... Dumbest crap, too. I mean, my god, Facebook, you're seriously pissing me off. We had to, how cast a little... dumb was it? Oh, oh, you <laughs> want to know what it was? Okay, so here's what it was you remember, a, like a month ago now, a month and a half, I don't remember how long, but it was a while ago when Facebook had that glitch where you couldn't see any pictures on the site. Yep, right, remember that. So, what I did, I put I spent the whole day making alternative song lyrics about how much the facebook blackout sucks so that's what i did the whole day instead of posting pictures i posted one picture that was, was like one of those pictures you make out of uh, normal keyboard characters you know it was like a bunny holding up a sign you know and in that sign this was right after uh, a cowboy lady from florida or georgia or wherever the hell she was congresswoman wilson she came out and said that she wanted to prosecute people who make fun of congressmen and yeah. women. I don't want to be sexist here. She said she wanted to prosecute meme lords. And everyone dogpiled on this stupid hoe and made all kinds of memes making fun of her. Well, I did that little bunny holding up a sign thing. It said, looks like you got your wish, Congressman- Congresswoman Wilson, you dirty hoe. And Facebook apparently somebody went through weeks and weeks of our material and decided that that was just too much that they banned me for bullying that's right I bullied a sitting congresswoman right. so that's that was some that was certainly something little old me host of a uh, obscure Liberty podcast that, She's never heard of, will never hear of, and she'll never listen to this show ever. But you know what? I'm a bully. I bullied bullied a a sitting congresswoman. So I was just a naughty boy, and they had to ban me for seven days. All right. So, you know what?
0: Speaking truth to power is only acceptable when the person in power is not a strong, independent woman of color.
1: Well, you know, this bitch wanted to uh, prosecute meme lords for, you know, for making memes that make fun of Congresswomen because that's just – you can't allow that. So, you know, you throw a little shade back at her, and all of a sudden Facebook comes to their defense. Why can't she come to her own
0: defense? This is nonsense. Right, yeah, and it's like – the most ridiculous looking person in congress is the one who wants to make a call for you don't you can't mock public officials it's like this is entrapment this woman is 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 begging to be mocked she co- comes out in like bright pink rhinestone cowboy outfits and everything she's got that warbly whiny old person voice oh <laughs> weak have to put these people in jail for mocking sitting Congress people, and it's uh, you're just asking for it, lady. I gotta find.
1: Oh, here's one. Let Let's just show you what this woman looks like. Let me <laughs> bring. A... No, no. Just so you guys know. Just so you guys know. I want you guys, in case you don't know, to see what this woman looks like. So I'm gonna. Bring her up. Do do do. Alright, here we go. Alright. Let me get through this ad first because you know. Oh look, Ben Sass, how how nice. Everybody in Nebraska got all messed up earlier this year. Come rescue us.
0: And nobody Don't. cared.
1: John Kelly also said yesterday that he was absolutely <laughs> action knowing from where he sits what the president intended look at her that he was stunned that you had misinterpreted
0: it according to him and that he was stunned
1: okay let me stop us right there seriously this woman expects us not to mock her when she looks like a fucking like johnny cash had a sex change like seriously what am what am i looking at this is a sitting congresswoman oh everybody let's pile on and bully her yeah let's just look at this. He said he was also stunned that you would have listened in on that call her because her face is half droopy, Her makeup doesn't look to good. That? She looks kind of like a hippopotamus. I
0: wasn't listening in, I was in a car. Oh, in it's in like Darius Rucker had a love child with a, a trash bag a, full on of on mashed potatoes. Car. Speakerphone i wasn't is this there. racist don't, what don't, we're doing don't, please don't okay. i can't yes. be a racist because i'm
1: a minority and, um, but you can
0: i still go back to what i said don't from tempt the beginning. me don't tempt me call
1: her by her name maisha johnson call him by his name all right get her off i can't Sergeant. <laughs> God, look at those pooped earrings i can shoot an arrow through those things they're so freaking crazy <laughs> So, yes, that's why I got my seven-day Facebook ban, because I bullied that woman. I'm sorry, Congresswoman Wilson. I did a very bad, naughty thing. I shouldn't have done it. I'm not sorry. Fuck that. No no one's sorry about bullying that stupid Congresswoman. She wants to throw meme lords in jail. I'll make memes about her, and I'll make fun of her. And you know what? If Facebook wants to go back a month, and find an offending post then i guess there's nothing i can do about
0: that oh well if if mocking people in congress is wrong i don't want to be right book of right mano. absolutely so i think let's let, let's actually get started on the show shall we so uh, i think
1: the first topic we have let's talk about red flag laws a bit. right so red flag laws these are the uh these are the minority report type laws where people try to guess if people are going to be dangerous, and what they do is they say, hey, this guy might be dangerous. I'm going to take his guns. No due process necessary whatsoever. Just take the guns and run, I guess it is, unless you're uh, some dude in Philly and you decide to shoot back.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I think we should have talked to Maj about this last night.
1: Well, we have minutes, and he takes 15 minutes to answer each question. so. Only got no nothing against against uh, against Marge Touré. He it was great. And By the way, that yeah, episode we did last we we just recorded an episode last night with Maj Touré of Black Guns Matter. He's running for city councilman in Philadelphia as a libertarian. It's a day on all our podcast platforms and on YouTube. So check that out. It was such a fun episode. But yeah, the guy takes ten minutes to answer a single question because he just. Has this yeah. rambling style that seems to go on which is fine with me you know you have a guest on so he can talk so yeah. we let him talk his brain his brain, is,
0: his brain is exploding with knowledge and i bet that he would be a definite definite check mark in the asset column during a, a filibuster more than likely <laughs> But yeah, he's a really oh, good yeah. guest, really good guy. If there's any anybody in uh, the Philadelphia area, and you're you're wondering who to uh, check the box next to uh, for your city councilman, look look for Maj and check that box. You couldn't ask for a better representative. Absolutely not. The guy
1: was absolutely on fire, but. Donald Trump, as they should have. Donald Trump has come out in favor of. I have been pressured to back away from there, but his instincts are absolutely in the direction of giving this up to Democrats. And we've already explained time and time again why red flag laws are a very bad idea. They they go against the Second Amendment, they go against the Fourth Amendment. They're a violation of individual freedom without any due process whatsoever. And in California, they're going all kinds of crazy with these red flag laws. So, I, I'm, here's an article about a mayor at LA, this was from the LA Times, it goes, at the time was a Sandy attorney specializing in finance, and kindly ran for San Diego city attorney and won, promising to be a champion of gun control. She specifically pledged to seek firearms restraining orders against gun owners who showed signs of potential violence. Quote, today, the 51-year-old Democrat is California's most aggressive planter of so-called red flags on suspicious gun owners who act like they shouldn't be anywhere near a firearm. The goal is to seize guns from wackos. Now, as we all know, anyone involved in the libertarian movement for any length of time knows that the definition of wacko is very fluid. Right? It wasn't too long ago that the government was defining wacko as Ron Paul supporters. All right? right. The, what, what, wasn't, wasn't there an report about the CIA def, uh, saying that people who believe in conspiracy theories could be potentially dangerous? Yep. Or people who share Bugaloo memes or boogaloo memes,
0: however you say it. Yep. Yeah, potentially boogaloo! dangerous. To the bugaloo, everybody. Yep, yep. And what let's also not forget that it wasn't too long ago that the American Psychiatric Association was classifying homosexuality as a mental illness. So how far do you want to go on these mental, mental illness laws? But let's put aside the Second Amendment implications and the Fourth Amendment implications. Let's just take a look at exactly what they're going after here. When you think that someone is a danger to themselves and society, you want to go and take their guns away. We already have civil commitment laws. Why are you going to take the tools or a tool that a potentially dangerous person could use instead of taking that person away for some type of evaluation because you go to somebody's house you take their guns away what's to stop them from using a knife driving a car into a crowd of people building a bomb they're going after the wrong thing with these red flag laws which gives away the real objective it's not to stop mass shootings, it's not to make society safer, it's another incremental step into demonizing and and making guns a taboo object in polite society. Now that's
1: exactly what it is, because let's make no... No mistake here. Leftists will always tell you, hey, we don't want to come for your guns. We don't want your guns. We don't want to take your guns. They're flat out lying. I mean, just look at Camila Hare, Look at any of the Democrats running for president right now and listen to the way they talk about firearms. They are absolutely hostile right. to firearm ownership and firearm owners. They are These people are not friends. These people are not inside. These people want to see a gun-free America. That's that's the goal that they have.
0: And no quick, no, quick correction. They don't want to see a gun-free America. They want to see guns consolidated in the hands of their minions. That's the thing. They want the police and the military who are under their control through the power of the paycheck to be the only people that have the guns in this country.
1: Well, absolutely. They want to have the only means of enforcing their wills in the entire country. They want a population that is as, as vulnerable to them as the people in Hong Kong are vulnerable to their government. Yep. Right. Absolute control of the population. Look, with a with a population with more guns than just about every police force in the world <laughs> combined, uh, this this country is not would not be hard. Would, be, would not be easy to subjugate. It would be very difficult to do so. And I know you say, oh, they don't, we don't have bombers and battleships and aircraft carriers. Eh, forget all of that. An armed guerrilla force can fight off any conventional force if it has the will to do so. And if the conventional force does not have the will to go scorch Earth, which they would not if fighting no. on home soil. No, not, the whole point. not only.
0: Yeah, not only that. But it'd be you know, if if the idea is to subjugate the United States, and you glass the United States, and what was the point of trying to subjugate the United States? You destroyed all the infrastructure. You destroyed all the material wealth. Everything that you were fighting to maintain control over is now gone. So what was the point? That's yeah. what people don't understand. You need boots on ground in order to have a police state. You need police you need actual bodies to enforce the laws on a person to person basis a tank cannot maintain control of, of a you know five or six blocks because you know it can level five or six blocks but it can't maintain the control over that block a jet can't do it a drone can't do it you need people with feet on the ground patrolling an area, and that's the vulnerability that a conventional army in uniforms with visible equipment has against something like uh, the uprising in the Warsaw Ghetto or the quagmires that we're facing in Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria and Libya and Yemen and everywhere else that there's been an insurgency that we or any other major power has ever tried to stick our noses into without, you know, knowing full what we were going into.
1: Yeah, and especially without the the political will to be monsters. Because really, when you talk about people who defeat guerrilla forces, it's a willingness to be monstrous that wins you that fight. Because the United States can subjugate, say, the Afghan warlords in a week if we really, really wanted to. But it would require us to be monsters to do it. This is how the United States subjugated the Philippines after we acquired those islands after the Spanish-American War. We fought a pretty nasty guerrilla campaign against native Filipinos and we won because we were willing to commit atrocities at the time. A lot of people don't know about this, but yeah, we committed atrocities against Filipinos once we occupied that territory. The reason a lot of a lot of people don't know about this is because it was a rather low-key war, wasn't reported on very much. You know, but that's how we won. That's how the Philippines, that's how we were in, still in possession of the Philippines come World War
0: II. Right? Yeah. It all is- comes around full circle, doesn't it? Yeah. Isn't that the one where uh, Black Jack Pershing, he would capture like 10 enemy fighters and he would kill nine of them and then slit a pig's throat and throw it in the mass grave and then send the 10th one on his way to tell his buddies what happened? Wasn't I- that the- I do not
1: know about that. I do know of one incident where the US Army cornered uh, some Filipinos in an inactive volcano and and massacred them uh, in there. I do know of that incident. I'm not an expert in the the Filipino insurgency, (laughs) but I do know that it was a willingness to commit acts of brutality that won us that war. And really, that's, that's what it takes for conventional war armies to win against guerrilla forces. The United States could have defeated North Vietnam quite easily if we'd been willing to invade North Vietnam, conquer it, and commit brutality to hold down the population. Of course, that never would have worked because China would have stepped right in, and then you would have a full-blown war with that.
0: But Not, o- not only that, but the population at home also has to be willing to put up with atrocities committed by their military on their, you know, supposedly on their behalf. And exactly by the, time, you know, by the time the vietnam war rolled around we had war correspondents embedded with uh with military units who were reporting everything back home and war is hell and the civilian population really for the first time in human history the civilian population back home was seeing what their foreign deployed military was up to and they didn't like it and
1: no. no, our
0: stream.
1: our military did commit brutalities in vietnam but the civilian population here at home was not willing to put up with that long term and we were not willing to go full out in in the pursuant of victory and that's why we lost the Vietnam War and then really this this isn't a case for oh if we go to war in the future we should be willing to be brutes that's not at all what we're saying what we're saying is we should avoid these wars altogether you know because you right. go into these wars you're gonna lose because we want to that uh that saw power thing that win hearts and minds bullcrap
0: does not work
1: doesn't work you got to be a monster and we're not willing to be monsters thank god and that's why these these wars turn into quagmires it would be the same in the united states if an uprising occurred the u.s government would have to be willing to be absolute monsters to hold down civilian populations would they have the guts to do that and would the general u.s population be willing to put up with that i have my doubts i have my doubts about that
0: not only that but the whole rest of the world would not put up with that if the u.s government and the military or u.n peacekeepers under the command of the u.s government started committing atrocities on u.s soil that would not only lead to a PR nightmare for the occupying forces, but it would also, you know, the U.S. is is the economic engine that drives the world. It would send the entire planet into a depression. So, this sort of like full scale boogaloo that we make memes about, where you know rednecks are shooting at ATF agents, it's you know, <laughs> it's, it's a fanc- it's a fanciful you know fantasy, but uh, I don't I don't see something like that happening for. A dozen reasons, at least.
1: A fanciful fantasy. Oh, yeah.
0: The uh, the bugaloo
1: kicks off, and you got Rolf, from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Okay. You're going to take my guns, fed boy. <laughs> Welcome to the rice fields, fed boy. Oh, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. So, anyway, back to this article. It goes on. Under California's red flag law enacted in 2014, a law enforcement official or immediate family member can ask a judge to issue a gun violence restraining order if a gun owner is feared to be a danger to himself or others. If the order is issued, and it almost always is, the gun owner's weapons will be seized by law enforcement for up to a year. After a year, the restraining order can be renewed. And so far, there have been around 300 of these orders issued and around 400 guns seized. So that's California for you. you know, No due process at all, and they can take your property indefinitely. And there ain't shit you can do about it.
0: Nope. No, they take your guns. They leave you in your house. Um, that's, a. Uh, well, I mean, like I said, like I said earlier, like what's going to stop you from building a bomb or driving your car into a crowd of people? Or just going on a stabbing spree it's california nobody has a concealed carry permit and unless you're going into the you know the bad part of town where the gang members aren't going to care about a concealed carry permit you're probably going to be able to run around stabbing a lot of people before a cop shows up or you know people grow a spine and decide they want to tackle you
1: but see here's the thing this law was apparently enacted back in 2014 I'm pretty sure they have been shootings in California since 2014. Uh, so the, this idea that, they, that these red flag laws are going to solve the uh, the the gun violence problem in America, they haven't solved them in California. They haven't solved them anywhere they've been issued. Yet people seem to think that this this is your this is your solution. You're gonna you're gonna have red flag laws. You got to ban uh, semi fu- fully semi-automatic rifles, assault weapons, all this stuff. That doesn't actually mean it's. I see you rolling your eyes over there. You know all this. Oh, all- every word yeah. I just said is absolute nonsense.
0: Those Let's those try full semi-automatic, down. thirty clipazines a second.
1: And oh my god, dude! Those things are so sad. Assault weapons. Oh, don't even get me started on assault weapons. I mean, with like a pistol grip. Collapsible stock, those things are what make a gun deadly, my man. You know that better than anybody, right?
0: Increases velocity by at least thirty percent. That collapsible stock. It's or science. The, the shoulder thing that goes up. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, and and God forbid if you attach a chainsaw to the bottom of one of those. <laughs> oh, you just up the deadliness of those weapons by fifty by 20, by some huge young godly number I don't right. even understand.
0: Exponentially.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, have you ever played Gears of War? I mean, that's 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 the double whammy right there. That's, only, real,
0: that's real life in Trump's America, man. Yeah, you know, video <laughs> games cause violence. So
1: chainsaws in video games cause chainsaw bayonet attachment that cause violence. So that's that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with in America right now. We got chainsaws and guns. We got assault weapons. We got semi, fully semi-automatic assault weapons, and it's scary, man. You better, you better move to California because they're the ones that are going to keep you safe going forward. So let's move on a little bit. Um, there's some news about Planned Parenthood that we wanted to get to. Now, I, I know abortion is one of those topics the libertarians. We love talking about that. We love talking about abortion. You know, that's what we do all the time, every day, right? So here's what's happening. Planned Parenthood says it's pulling out of the federal family planning program rather than abide by a new Trump administration rule prohibiting participants from referring patients for abortions. Uh, Alex McGill-Johnson... He's one of the uh, the head dudes over at Planned Parenthood. He predicts that many low-income women who rely on Planned Parenthood services will delay or go without care. So here's why this is important to me. Now, you never hear about Planned Parenthood. One of the first things you'll always hear is like, oh, abortion is only 3% of what they do. Abortion is just a very small, small part of what Planned Parenthood does. They provide so many vital services to poor uh, disadvantaged women, blah 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 blah. All right. Well, here's the thing. Planned Parenthood has essentially decided that abortion is more important than all of that because this was their decision. See, a lot of I've seen a lot of people re- reading about this, talking about this, and they're saying that Trump is, is defunding a Planned Parenthood or something. It's not that. This is an attack. Upon abortion rights, or blah 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 blah. But what this is is Planned Parenthood showing you what their true motivations are, what their priorities are. And their priorities, it turns out to be abortions because the the, the new rules laid down by the Trump administration is that uh, health clinics that provide that are providing services, if they want this funding, they cannot provide abortion referrals. That's the rule. So Planned Parenthood can still provide all these other services that they claim to provide, that they claim to be all about, you know, uh, pap smears, STD checks, pregnancy uh, pregnancy checks, all that stuff that they claim to be all about. Right. They can still provide all that. They can still get federal funding for all that, which, by the way, as a libertarian, I'm against. But we're, t- we're talking about the motives of Planned Parenthood right now. So they can get... All that federal funding right now, but they've decided to forego all of that so that they can continue providing abortion referrals instead. No, so, I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear it from any of these friggin' pro-choice people who are going to come back to me and say, "Hey, the Planned Parenthood? No, no, no. Abortion's just a very small part of what they do. It's not even a very important port part of what they do." No, no, Planned Parenthood apparently thinks abortion is the most important thing that they do. The most important thing. Because when push comes to sub, shove, when push comes to shove, gee, I can't talk right now. That is what they choose to prioritize. That is what they choose to focus on. And everything else goes by the wayside side so that they can provide abortions to people. So that's it. That's what, that's what Planned Parenthood is all about
0: right it's uh, you know they say it's only or they used to say that's only a small part of the services they provide but apparently it's a big enough part of the services that they provide that it's going to keep them in business and you know what if that's what they want to do and that's what the law says i don't agree with the law i don't agree that abortion is you know it's it's a, it's morally reprehensible i don't think that there's anything that the government should be able to do before the culture shifts in a way to make abortion as repugnant as murder or assault or any of the other things that violate somebody's, you know, right to life. Um, But, you know, taking this funding away from them and which is going to incentivize them to have their business model open and honest with themselves and with everybody else. To me, you know, this is an incredible Hulk moment. I see this as an absolute win. We're not subsidizing Planned Parenthood anymore, and they can finally be honest with themselves and us. Win-win. Fantastic.
1: And and, and that's the thing about it, is all this nonsense about, oh, only 3% of what we do is abortions. It's very important to them. That's the whole point of... Planned Parenthood is to provide abortions. You go back to its very founding, its very racist racist foundings. The whole thing is is a scheme to get minorities to abort their children. That was the whole point of it in the first place. And they're living up to their original principles by saying, "Hey, to hell with all these other so-called services that we provide to women. We're gonna sit here and play the victim. Like, oh, all these women are gonna go without services that they need, but we're the one choose. We're the one ch- ones choosing to focus on abortion over all these other things that we apparently provide. You know, they, right. they want I, I, you. You read articles about this and listen to quotes from." Um, Uh, people in Planned Parenthood, they're trying to play the victim, which is hilarious to me because this was their choice. They were given a choice. right? Either take...
0: They're (laughs) (laughs) pro-choice.
1: Yeah, they were given a choice. Either take the federal funding for all these other services that you do, but stop giving abortion referrals, or... Do away with all that funding. Do away with all those services that that funding paid for. Do away with all of that and keep providing abortion referrals. That was the choice that they were given. That was the gauntlet that was thrown. All right? Choose your priorities. And they did. Their priorities is providing abortion. And that's what they decided to do. So none of this playing the victim, none of this Trump, woe is me, Trump is a meanie. Big orange mean man to bad. Mean orange big, man bad. Big orange man being mean to me, cutting my funding. Now we can't provide pat smears. You made your choice. You can provide spat, pat smears all you want, but you decided instead to go the abortion route. All right. Uh, the article goes on about 4 million women are served nationwide under Title X program, which distributes $260 million in grants to clinics. Planned Parenthood says it has served up to 40% of patients. A federal appeals court is weighing a lawsuit to overturn the rule, but has allowed the administration to begin enforcement. Now, here's the thing about that. Roe v. Wade is already under shaky constitutional grounds, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I can't imagine that any of their founding fathers wrote the Constitution intending for abortion to be a constitutional right to begin with. However, now Here's the thing of it. That's, that's the way they interpreted the law, right or wrong. That's how it's interpreted today um but here's the thing about it there is no there's nothing in the constitution saying that you have to fund that the federal government has to fund it no nothing about that at all the federal government does not have to fund abortions or health clinics at all in fact i would argue that they shouldn't be funding them regardless of what you think about abortion
0: article one section eight very clearly lays out all of the things that the federal government is in charge of funding Army, Navy, postal roads, and uh, ports of entry. And I think that's about it.
1: Yeah, it's very limited on the number of things that it allows the federal government to fund. So if the, if the government is providing funding for health clinics, it's not constitutionally mandated that they do so. So if they want to put string, if they want to attach strings to them, that's their prerogative. So what are you suing them over? What what are your grounds exactly in suing anybody for applying strings to funding that they are not mandated to give you in the first place?
0: Well, that's just the thing about it. When I say that Article 1, Section 8 lays out what the federal government is in charge of funding, that doesn't say that these are the things the federal government are in charge of funding in addition to whatever else they want to. Remember, the Constitution is a, it, it's a, a declaration of negative rights to the government is a is chains upon the government. When the constitution says that the government is in charge of army, navy, postal roads, and ports of entry, that's it. That is really the only things that the Congress should and the federal government should be funding. So I, I would like to get back to that imagine what the uh, what the budget would look like if if roads, seaports, army, navy, and of course you know the air force and the marine corps now that you know technology's advanced but you know the military roads, ports and that's it.
1: Hey don't forget the space force man. We got that that needs funding too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know have you ever seen independence day that's with the space force? Is designed to, to fight. We need to fight the aliens who are going to nuke all our cities with giant flying saucers. Yes. Trump is a visionary. He's made ahead of time. We're going to be thanking Trump a lot when the aliens come, when they try to invade us, and we kick their asses because Donald Trump had the space force set up.
0: That's right. Space pirates, aliens trying to strip mine our planet, weird aliens trying to harvest our organs. All of you. B-T-F-O, Space Precious bodily fluids? You know, aliens are some weird motherfuckers. You you don't even know. Speaking of precious bodily fluids, that's a good segue into what I wanted to talk about tonight. Oh, what did you want to talk about today? Ah, so, anybody who has seen the classic black and white Stanley Kubrick film Dr. Strangelove knows... Oh, I love that movie. That really is a good movie. So great. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the War Room. (laughs) the greatest
1: line in that movie I love it go see it now it's
0: great it is it is really a great it's very dark very subtle comedy that you're when once you figure out what's going on you'll kind of chuckle to yourself and then you'll think about it for like two or three hours afterwards and then you just like bust up laughing at some inconsequential thing that happened it's in the it's movie. subtle
1: it's so subtle, subtle until so somebody r- literally rides an atomic
0: bomb out of an airplane. Exactly. Right. And it's so got James is- Earl Jones in one of his earliest roles. That, that's oh. awesome. But anyways in Doctor Strangelove there's the I guess he'd be the antagonist. His name is uh, General Jack D. Ripper. Okay, so maybe, name. The, maybe the film's not as subtle as we were as we were hyping. Great it name, <laughs> but anyways, he has this sort of a, a a nervous mental breakdown, and he monologues about how uh, water fluoridation is a Soviet communist plot to corrupt the precious bodily fluids of Americans mm. to make us more susceptible to socialism and communism. And Stanley Kubrick put that in there as a, sort of a jab on people who were uh, cautious about water fluoridation and were co- concocting all sorts of conspiracy theories back in the 50s and 60s about why we were dumping a what is essentially a toxic waste product into our water supply under the guise of healthy teeth or. Something, so these uh, conspiracy theories uh, persisted all the way up into our modern day, and it was one of the very first things that my boy AJ Alex Jones. I knew was- this.
1: I knew this had something to do with Alex Jones. What yes. else? What else would Hobbs want to talk about? <laughs> like I, act, I every week, you guys don't know this. Every week I ask for topics, and every week Hobbs is
0: like, "Well, here's this InfoWars article." I'm like, Hobbs, choose <laughs> something else for once. I can't, though, because it seems like every week my boy AJ is vindicated in one way or another. And today we got an article in the Journal of the American Medical Association's Pediatrics saying that women who drank fluoridated water while pregnant uh, have an average of, I think, 3.7 IQ point drop. In children, hmm. and it's very really bad, and it's and it's it's cumulative, and it's worse in boys than girls because a female's blood-brain barrier is thicker than a male's, <laughs> and a uh, and it's worse in African Americans than it is in other races. I think it's four times four times worse in a black male than it is in a white female. So here's so, here's here's how you you pitch this. Say fluoride is racist,
1: and you'll get the left on your side immediately. Guaranteed. There you go. There's your ticket to success right there. Racism is the golden ticket. Water is racist.
0: Water is racist.
1: There you go. It's it's clear, which is white, so it's right, ra- it's definitely racist. Definitely. Anyway, please proceed
0: but yeah, so uh that's uh that's basically the gist of it. Alex Jones and even people before him, the John birch society uh and uh Art Bell and a lot of conspiracy theory you know people who kind of hang their hat on the conspiracy theory. Peg have been saying that fluoridated water is a conspiracy to insert harebrained scheme here some people say that uh the nazis put fluoride in the water of the concentration camps because it had a uh, calming effect on prisoners that would make them more docile some people said it was a conspiracy by a uh, heavy industry because fluoride is a toxic waste byproduct of the aluminum manufacturing that uh it was just a way to uh rather than pay to have it safely disposed of you invent this lie that it's good for your teeth dump it in the water supply it bioaccumulates in people rather than going into the environment and uh, who cares if you know you get cancer when you're 60 or 70 by that time you've already lived your life so you know whatever you know there's all these all sorts of things you know, it's a uh, just ways to get rid of it or that it's uh, way to make people more uh, docile and malleable to control whatever the conspiracy theory was or if there was no conspiracy theory at all you know if there was a, a genuine link to uh, dental health and they just decided that it was good to go with it it doesn't really matter the the thing is is that the uh the JAMA the Journal of the uh, American Medical Association Has determined that fluoride has a negative impact on IQ. But the thing that is the main takeaway from this is not that the conspiracy theorists were proved right, it's the attitude that the scientists who made the discovery and the media who reported on it are pissed that they have to report on it. If you read the Daily Beast article, you can go into Google or anything else and just type Daily Beast fluoride. It'll be the first article that pops up. Um, The article reads like the scientists did not want to publish this report, but they figured they had to because they knew that it would leak one way or the other. And if they didn't publish it and it leaked, then that would be egg on their face. And uh, left-wing publications like the Daily Beast are pissed off about it because, like I said, Alex Jones was right. And that's like, that is the cardinal sin in media, is anytime, anytime Alex Jones was right about anything, it's like, ah, shit! We, we can't let Alex Jones be right about anything. But we did a whole
1: episode about, you know, Facebook trying to... we It was called, what was it called? Facebook Bans Hate About... How Alex Jones is being kicked off like every platform out there. Yeah. No, we did a whole episode about this. One of our most listened to episodes, as a matter of fact. People love it when you throw Alex Jones on the face of one of our our, our episodes. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird phenomenon. But yeah, that's the way it is. So fluoride, no shit, does really make people dumb. Right. And actual medical people say this. Not that yes. I know anything about medicine or science or studies or anything like that. I know absolutely jack shit about all that. But, you know, if people with PhDs are saying it, it can't be wrong, right? I don't know. Right, but right, they, yeah. they wouldn't say it. They wouldn't say it unless they had good reason to. Right. Because, like I said, who wants to admit that a fucking loony conspiracy theorist was right all along? Who right. actually wants to come out and, and admit that unless they absolutely have to? <laughs> right? yeah.
0: It's the Journal of the American Medical Association. They did not want to publish it, but they had to publish it anyways because they knew it was going to leak. They're mad about it. And I'm tired of them putting chemicals in the water. They're turning the frickin' boys retarded.
1: Yeah, you can't say that word anymore, dude. That's a bad word now. Retarded? You can't say that. That's a bad word. That's gonna get us banned, man. You're gonna get us red flagged. You're gonna get the SWAT teams at our houses... I don't know, man. You know how crazy the world is these days. Yep. Speaking of crazy people, did you hear that uh nuclear war is bad? ShockedPikachu.jpg. And I'm gonna spend a lot of time on this, but there's that there, there, let, let's call this, let's let, let's make it an, a segue called DOI. There's an article in the Fox News right now. T- nuclear winter coming? i got this stupid freaking let me mute the site. good I, I i open a window and you know you know how that is you open a window all of a sudden music starts playing from it you're like where is this coming from so fox yeah. news apparently has gone to the dark side and they, they start playing music randomly so here's the here's the name of the article it goes nuclear winter coming nuclear war between between U.S. and Russia would cause catastrophic event, study confirms.
0: No shit. I'm just, just going to go ahead and file that under D for duh.
1: Yeah. Who <laughs> writes this nonsense? Here's, here's a little bit from the article. Research confirms with the, with the twi- 2007 climate model that if the two superpowers were to engage in nuclear war, dropping a, quote, large amount in, number of nuclear bombs, unquote, that that were detonated in large urban areas, the planet would cool substantially due to the smoke generated by the atomic blasts. This fallout would cover the entire planet for years, blocking the sun. Despite having different features and capabilities, both models produced similar results. The study's abstract says, nuclear winter with below freezing temperatures over much of the Northern Hemisphere during the summer occurs because of the re- reduction in surface solar radiation due to smoke lofted into the stratosphere. Come on, guys. Do we really need an entire article telling us what we've known for decades? Nuclear war is bad and would block the sun and cause a winter. Sorry, we no shit. We didn't. Get your heads out of your asses, Fox News. Why are you telling us this?
0: I think it must have been a slow news day, then they just had to like pull an article out of their ass to pad the pad the time or something. It's like you didn't need an article, you didn't need a study. There is literally an entire genre of movies and video games devoted to this very thing. For fuck's sake, the most popular one is literally named Fallout. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't know what to tell you. It's like way to strike. Why the while the iron's cold, guys? We've known this for a while.
1: Like I, I came across this, and I was just like, "Thank you, Fox News. Just what I've been saying all these years. Nuclear war is bad.
0: Why won't anybody listen to me?" This is like one of those like crazy, crazy self-evident things where, where it's like, uh, were you expecting someone to react in a shocked manner? Like I don't know, man. I I don't know either. Nuclear war is bad. What? What? I I I I am so shocked. I had no
1: Nobody idea. Nobody could have predicted this. You know, with the models. The, the only way we know that nuclear war is bad is because the models. That's how we know, man.
0: Right, yeah. It's like I I had no idea that harnessing the power of a miniature sun on the planet's surface was going to be have some type of adverse effect. Next thing they're gonna tell us
1: is that Ebola kills people. Get real. That can't happen.
0: Or that orange man, bad. Whoa, whoa. Some su- some truths are self-evident. Yeah, I mean, who likes oranges? Nobody, right? Absolutely
1: love- nobody. So I didn't want to spend a lot of time on that. Just to say, Fox News. Get your head out of your asses. Stop telling us shit we've known since the 1940s. All right? Except we don't need to know that. You don't need to write an article about that. Whoever, You don't need to pay for that, is what I'm saying. You're wasting your money with this nonsense. Um, so we have some interesting news. Did a little bit a little bit of interesting news. So if you guys don't know, uh, he's some nondescript nobody who who killed himself. You know, he killed himself. That's the official story. Killed himself in a prison cell while supposed to be under suicide watch while the guards were conveniently sleeping or taking a nap or jerking off off in the corner. Who knows what happened?
0: Yeah, I just you know, just just some guy—the first suicide at MCC in forty years. So we we got a little bit of news. There's about apparently, he
1: uh, he wrote a will like two days before he uh, he got suicided. How convenient! How convenient! How very convenient! And he he left his he, it's, it's almost, almost a, like he saw it coming. <laughs> Now here's a few bullet points. Epstein appointed a venture capitalist by the name of Boris Nikolic, I'm gonna say Nikolic, N-I-K-O-L-I-C, Nikolic, a former science advisor to Bill Gates and part of a circle of scientists, a circle of scientists, Epstein apparently cultivated in recent years to head his estate before being suicided. So uh, Epstein transferred $578 billion of assets to a trust fund two days before dying, naming Nikolic as a successor executor, meaning he take control of the assets. Uh, Nikolic is a new name on the long roster of Epstein associates over the years. Epstein surrounded himself with celebrities, business executives, and politicians, including Hud Barak of Israel and former U.S. President Bill Clinton, while cultivating the image of a mundied. Philanthropist. So this guy apparently surrounded himself with scientists and made this random dude the executor of his will. And by the way, he does not want anything to do with it. So he's he's declined to, to 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 do that. So I guess that's good.
0: He won't Boris. be suicided, hopefully. Boris Nikolik, you say? Yep. Sounds like goddamn Russian collusion. <laughs> oh god was
1: <laughs> Epstein a Russian spy maybe oh, but we he... don't know what Epstein did we don't know what the hell he very well could have been a spy for us for the Russians for anybody who the fuck knows all we know is that he's a creepy weirdo pedophile and that he uh, he killed himself
0: yeah that's what happened that's the official story and you'd better stick to it or you're gonna kill yourself too
1: Yep, well, you're going to have some... uh,
0: You're going to be red-flagged,
1: is what's going to happen. You're going to be red-flagged. And you know what? Cops are kind of... uh, They have kind of itchy trigger fingers. So, you know, if you suicide yourself in the back of the head, that's just... That's unfortunate. You know, who could have seen that coming? Indeed. I do not have information that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. Just want to point that out there. Anyone who might think... I do not actually have that information, so don't send Hillary to suicide me, please. She is
0: a fine, upstanding model citizen and a paragon of virtue.
1: She is. Isn't she just the best? Everybody loves her. Right. Because everybody knows that she is not the kind of person to suicide somebody. Nope. Nope. She's just, she's practically Mother Teresa. So I I do have, I do have some, uh, besides this will, the will news is very strange, but I don't really know what to make of it.
0: Oh, well. Uh, Yeah. The the fact that, the fact that uh, this guy uh, leaves a tremendous sum of money in a will to some random biochemist or whatever he is. And the biochemist didn't know about it. And he was just like, whoa whoa, I don't want this substantial sum of money, tells me that A, the money is hot, and B, the powers that be that made Epstein sign this will were just looking for a patsy, and this Boris Nikolic guy is smart enough not to be that guy. Now, personally, my first thought was was that if somebody like uh, Epstein left me just like, out of the blue, some random guy, a whole shit ton of money. If I wanted to save face or have a positive PR spin, I would take the assets of that estate, flip them, and then give the money to the victims. That would See, be I my. Don't, my I don't
1: think he's leaving him the money per se. I think he's just making him like the guy who's supposed to enforce what's on the will. You know, the guy that's in charge of it. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't think he's actually leaving this dude money, because that would be pretty random. All
0: right, because the way I way I read it, it was like he was in charge of the estate. Yeah, but maybe he's just in charge of
1: managing Overseeing it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, yeah, I don't know the 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 full workings of that, but if like like I said, if I, if I was in charge of the estate and its assets, I would sell that shit off and like compensate the victims and their families.
1: Yeah, best. I mean, obviously, I, obviously, I don't know the inner working of Jeff Epstein's mind, and if I did, I'd probably be a fucked up individual myself. But yeah, my make make of this as you will. It is very strange. It's very strange. It's just another strange thing, another strange, suspicious thing to throw on to an already very strange, suspicious story. Um, one last thing before we're done. I have this article out of the Miami Herald. I'm going to read you some of it because there's a lot of stuff in here about uh, the incompetence of Florida's police, Florida's uh, police departments, and just the kind of shit that Jeff Epstein was up to. So I'm going to I'm just going to read you a little bit for it right now. While serving a lenient jail sentence in Palm Beach County, wealthy financier and sex offender Jeff Epstein was allowed to leave his jail for a Quote unquote work release. But an office at his own organization, the Florida Florida Science Foundation. And this guy, he's a real philanthropist. He funds the sciences. And all that. Uh, going on. But at the foundation, according to a newly filed lawsuit, Epstein and his web of associates repeatedly arranged for sex with at least two girls, including one he met when she was 17. This is while he's supposedly serving a jail sentence for being a sex trafficker, keep that in mind. Jeffrey Epstein, through his (coughs) brazen and powerful organization, was quite literally able to commit federal sex trafficking offenses at his work release office during his jail sentence, according to the lawsuit by a woman identified only as Caitlin Doe. In October, 2008, when Epstein was serving his jail sentence in Palm Beach County, he coerced the young woman into flying to Florida, where he promised her a job at his organization, the Florida Science Foundation. But the young woman did not do any foundation work. Instead, Epstein again coerced her into sexual acts, sometimes alone, sometimes with another young woman, all while he was supposed to be on work release, the suit says. If true, it, it happened as he was being monitored by Palm Beach deputies in plain clothes. Epstein paid the deputies to work as his security detail, and they filed daily reports on the comings and goings in his office, records that have since been destroyed. You mean, it, this is the government that you want to put in, front of, in charge of your fucking health care. They, they can't even keep a sex offender... From committing sex offenses while he's serving a jail sentence for sex offense, <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <sighs> oh man, it's that uh, that lovely, lovely uh, justice department that we got going on, uh, oh, and it, it just it just it goes to show that money equals power, man. Like he he gave the uh, that. That sheriff's department, if I'm not mistaken, he gave them a substantial donation after that sentence was was filled. I'm, I imagine that was going to be one of those, uh, hey, you know, thanks for being cool and, and letting me be on work release and stuff. Yeah, thanks for
1: being cool with me, the pedophile, yeah. who you're supposed to be <laughs> preventing from being a pedophile. While in jail at the very least. And you can't even do that right. This dude's a literal sexist. It makes me want to puke. It makes me want to throw up. It makes me want to fucking go beat up some of these idiots that let this shit go on. You mean to tell me you can't keep a sex offender, a pedophile, a human trafficker from committing human trafficking while he's supposed to be in jail? Are you kidding me? This is the government we have, people. This is the government we want to put in charge of everything. This is the government that that is taking more and more of our civil liberties away every single day. We need to put them in charge of our retirement, in charge of our health care. We we need to give them our children to to educate. Now, this is the government. This is the government government that, that lets a pedophile buy them off. Yep. All right? He let yeah, them buy
0: them off. This, this You can't chalk this up to uh, incompetence. This is corruption, pure and simple. This wasn't something that, that slipped under the radar. It wasn't something that was going on behind their back. They knew it was happening, and this guy gave them money to look the other way. It's not incompetence. It's corruption, and I think that every single person – damn the statute of limitations on this one. Every single person at that sheriff's department or that local law enforcement agency needs to be behind bars or worse.
1: Worse. They need to be strung up by an angry mob. This dude – this – this – this. That's the thing about this. Jeff Epstein was the most garb, one of the most garbage human beings to ever exist. You read about some of the shit he got up to. He was literally dealing in children. They did trafficking in children, making them into sex slaves to serve not only himself, but whoever the hell he wanted them to serve. Yep. It's gross, it's disgusting, it's immoral. It's, it's one of those things that this man should have been strung up years ago for. You know, it's one of those things that back in the day, an angry mob would have hung him by a nearby tree and no one would have convicted a single one of them. Right. right? And that's what this guy deserved. That's what, you know, dying in prison. Yeah, he deserves that. But how many rich and we've said this before on the podcast, how many rich and powerful people are now going to get off the hook because this guy is dead and can't rat on them.
0: Right. And I saw an article like right before right before we, we got on saying that the feds are, are thinking now that he's dead, they're just like, hey, you know, let's just you know, drop the case entirely.
1: No, there's going to no. be a fall guy. There's going to be a fall guy. I guarantee you that it's probably going to be, you know, some bodyguard, some one of these people that's accused of being a recruiter for him, somebody who's who isn't rich, who isn't powerful, who 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 will. It won't upset anybody if they just quietly disappeared. You're going to see that. There's going to be a fall guy that takes a lot of the blame, maybe more than one, probably more than one. But I guarantee you, nobody who's rich and powerful and whose name you know is going to take the fall for this. Not a single one. I guarantee you.
0: Yep. Unfortunately, I think that you are 100% correct on that one.
1: You know, and I'm we're conspiracy theorists. We're gonna get red flagged for this, you know. Sorry, I don't buy it. Yep. All right. This this freaking billionaire, uh, five five hundred seventy eight billion dollars worth of assets that Jeff Epstein had. Five hundred seventy eight billion in assets. That is a ton of money. How did he get that? Where did it come from? Nobody seems to know.
0: Nope.
1: Nope, not at all. He had $578 billion worth of assets. He was a human trafficker. He dealt in sex slaves. All right. Fucking garbage human being. I'm, I'm glad he's dead, but I would have liked to get some names out of this pervert before he bought it.
0: Yep, me too.
1: I don't know, man. This whole thing, you know, a lot of people like to compartmentalize things. You know what I mean? They they separate the government that allows a a pedophile to they, 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 they separate the government that allows a pedophile to conduct acts of pedophilia while supposed to be in prison from the government that they want to do their health care. You know, they separate the government that allows this guy to go home every day while he's supposed to be in jail for human trafficking from the government that they entrust to fight our wars overseas. It's the same thing. It's the same government. all right. The same government that allowed itself to be bought by this man is the same government that you put in charge of your health care. You put in charge of your children's education. You put in charge of your retirement that you trust to go overseas and fight wars on your behalf. Thinking that they're going to fight wars of liberation and freedom and all this good stuff. And then that turns out to be absolute nonsense. I've, I've, I've told you guys many times about this story about kids in Afghanistan being raped on military installations and our soldiers, when they intervene, being punished for it. You know, a lot of people, it, it's better now than it used to be, but a lot of people still have this rosy eyed vision of the United States government as some force for good in the world that's going to go out there and free the oppressed masses of humanity. And then reality sets in. You hear stories about, you know, American soldiers guarding poppy fields in Afghanistan. You know, uh, American soldiers allowing our Afghan allies, quote unquote, to rape children on American military installations. You hear about all, you hear about uh, the United States killing far more innocent people in our drone strikes than guilty people. You know, far more innocent civilians who just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time than actual terrorists. You hear all this, and those rose-colored glasses start going away. You start seeing the reality of the situation that we're actually in, that we have a government that is full of self in, that self-righteous, entitled idiots. right? People who won't think twice about being bought off by a pedophile people who don't give a damn about the number of civilian casualties they're causing in wars overseas, who don't care that they're spending billions more dollars than they're bringing in every year, saddling us and our children and grandchildren with debt that cannot be paid off. They don't care that they're messing with interest rates and causing, you know, Ups and downs in the economy, and they're going to cause the economy to crash sooner or later. They don't care about anything. Else. All they care about is their own damn selves, what's good for them. All right? So don't come to me and tell me that we need to trust these people with more power. Don't come to me and tell me that we need to trust these people with anything. They already fuck up with what responsibility we give them. They can't even keep a pedophile from being a pedophile while he's supposed to be in jail. That's all I got to say about that.
0: Hmm. I think that's a good place to end it.
1: I think it's good. Remember, everybody, if you're listening to this podcast and not watching the video, we do these live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Central. You know, you can watch the episode live and be part of the conversation. You can ask your questions live and we'll read your questions and you can be part of the show. That's the whole, that's the fun thing about being live. So make sure to check that out. Well, remember the ro- the website is roads the number 2 liberty.com that's wrote the number 2 liberty.com check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Minds, on Twitter, on YouTube, and anywhere that podcasts are found except for Spotify because Spotify is difficult. Yep. To me. I don't like difficult things. All right? I'm lazy. Anything you got anything else you want to say Hods, before we uh say adieu to everybody?
0: Alex Jones did nothing wrong. no he did not remember
1: everybody stay sane because the world will not do it for you have a good night everyone